Hey, I'm Josh Young. And I'm Josh Dillon. And you're listening to the Pink and Black Playback, a 4 out of 10 podcast chronicling the 10 out of 10 career of one Brett the Hitman Hart. We recover all the highs, the lows, and the pinky middles. Ew. And today we saw Dax Hardwood versus Cass Wheeler on AEW Dynamite, April 27th, 2022. In the year of our Brett. I'm really trying to enunciate here. There's so many names, I always get fucked up. <laughs> Fuck the revival. <laughs> and then after that, right? <laughs> and then after that, we watched Bret Hart versus versus Rancho Man Randy Savage Macho on Saturday Man. night's main event, November Macho 28th, Man. 1987. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. Boy. And, also in the year of our Bret. Um, a little, little behind the uh, curtain here for both of our fans. Taking a peek. <laughs> um, we actually recorded this podcast earlier. It's coming to you slightly late because I, being the genius I am, somehow formatted the fucking drive on my laptop. Uh, really Tell me how much myself. acid was involved in your reformatting. <laughs> None. That was an acid-free day. I might have microdosed some mushrooms <laughs> in the morning, but everybody does that. It's fine. That is a lie, Senator. <laughs> Trust me. Trust me, I've got the diagnosis to prove I would have fucked up this somehow, regardless this, of drug abuse. This committee was ordered an apology. <laughs> God. So um, we have watched this before, but I feel like this gives us, Josh, an advantage. We have... Redo. Uh, uh, a Francis Ford Coppola redo. Ooh. <laughs> oh, and this is truly some Scorsese cinema stuff, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Every time. So speaking of cinema, speaking of film... Um, not to get too highfalutin about a pro wrestling match, but we decided to do uh, the FTR qualifier on AEW from a week ago or from two. The, for the, uh, the Owen Hart Foundation uh, tournament. Yeah, for the uh, Owen Hart Foundation Memorial Tournament. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, Dax versus Cash, and it has been good. For those of you that are unaware, they are an excellent tag team. They have been working very hard to get over as faces recently which is yeah. working real well because all they have to really do is be like boy i love wrestling and it works on me because every three fucking weeks every three weeks every three days dax harwood posts <laughs> some ridiculously glowing thing about bret hart <laughs> so i'm in well uh okay we talk about ftr consummate heels since their nxt days well up until they got uh, shipped out and went to aew where they were heels and managed by tully blanchard which was really cool mm-hmm and uh, but now, yeah, they are they are as they say in the parlance of our times, transitioning. <laughs> Ooh, transitioning into face, into face, <laughs> which is not easy, um, nope. especially when you have been heels like that for so long. But I do think it's kind of that thing of people want to like these guys because they, of the yeah, way they wrestle. Do like they they admire the the marks, the fans such as we are admire the talent and the yeah. storytelling that they can bring to any fucking match that they're in ever ever. Yeah, uh, the Bret Hart love. The Bret Hart love uh, or originally originated uh, at the Hall of Fame where Bret was fucking attacked. <laughs> oh, yes. That classic moment where they both had a chance to go in and like lay a couple shots and some yeah. and then weirdo they... wearing a, a, ta a fake dreadlocks and a tammy. Fucking that what it was? It was so, remember it was we watched luck. it at my place? Yeah. And then it just like the, yeah, the Hall of Fame right. cast we just did ends. See that live. It, yeah, it just ends. It, it oh, just they cut to black and we're like, what in the fuck? And then later that day during that WrestleMania weekend, we're watching like uh, some fan footage and there's a shot of FTR just punching them, that fucking guy right in the chops. I love it. It's so awesome. They're like carting him great. away. It was great. <laughs> I'll save you, Bret Hart. Yeah, that's, that's where the love came. I love it. Um, fuck. Uh, so these guys have a great gimmick for this too because yeah. their whole shit was basically being, you know, Tully and Arn or, 
you know, Arn and Oli or... Yeah, very much. The, their their style is very reminiscent of uh, Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Yeah, or the, the Brain Busters. Like that. Again, that whole, like, that whole, like, real to, like, a ridiculous minute detail kind of real. Very good as a tag team of cutting off the ring, coming up with cre- creative ways that actually make sense when you're, yeah. like, fooling a referee, that kind of shit. Much, like, mind you, they're young, so they, they work at a well uh, quicker uh, work rate yeah, than, than the Andersons did. But, like, fucking, they bring the stiffness back. Mm. Which some people say is a detriment in modern wrestling. It's like, oh, these guys work too stiff and make it too fucking real. Well, they're and I'm not like, injuring fucking people. What are you talking about? The, the old fogies there, they'll be like, ah, oh, they work too stiff or blah, blah, there blah. There is this like, fucking... Randy Orton was talking yeah. about it. He's like, you can't trust any of those. He's like, you can't trust any of these new NXT kids coming up because they work the indies and there they got something to prove. So they yeah. beat the shit out of each other. They, they don't know how to quote unquote work. This but. is that classic fucking, I think, not to say that people are necessarily need to go fucking for broke um, you know, fucking strong style. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like as Brett put in a interview once, I can't even remember where this was, but I he was asked about Japanese wrestling, and I remember him being like, "It was snug." Snug. That's Brett's yeah. favorite word to use. Yeah. He's like, "It wasn't stiff. It was snug." snug. Yeah. They're working in the you pocket. <laughs> like you're gonna feel it, but you know you're not gonna break anything. And there's yeah. a difference there, and that's important. But if you're Randy Orton, you could just be fucking annoyed. With people too. That's yeah. also fair. He's, you in, have he's well in his right, for, and I and I I get it to a point. But yeah. Like, like I mean, Randy like, never wrestled that style. No, and he's never been expected to. Not really. No. no. The closest um, I'm ever sure he came. could. He's got he he has all the hallmarks of a guy I think who could, but I don't think he has an interest in it. You know. Well, he except for one, and he mind you, he's wrestled in some a few bloodbaths, but nothing. And I was in the crowd for it. What up? Uh, his uh, Intercontinental Championship match in Backlash 2004 against uh, Cactus Jack, where he fucking there's that beautiful spot. He's already gigged, yeah, and man. then he took the the thumbtacks spot in the back, and that was like his first like uh, uh, earning his keep. Fucking Mick Foley, and the he put him through his paces, and he Fuck. was fucking already retired, and he still fucking fucking going. That was a beautiful match. Eric yeah. Bischoff tried to stop him from lighting him on fire. It was nuts. <laughs> I I gotta say that that and also the stuff with. Um, uh, Mick Foley and Triple H, like oh, those yeah. are the matches Blood that bath, in my man. Mind, kind of like a few years after I kind of felt like, uh, maybe this whole thing is done. He was able to do some shit where you're like, holy fuck, yeah, man. make you believe like, it. Yeah, you know, just real good in ring stuff, and always was a believable talker. When he said things, he could yeah. make you feel like he was yeah. being genuine. Um, but so I digress, but I get why you would say that shit about FTR for sure. Yeah. But this is them doing it to themselves. What's funny about that? Um, is, of course, one of the things the commentary team does to try and put them over is constantly mention how um, that is your tag team partner. Yeah. You know, that's how you make your money. This is not going to, yeah, this is not going to affect their their working relationship or even their yeah. friendship. You know, you don't want to... Or know. will it? Exactly. Dun, What's dun, also... Dun. Okay, before we go any further, I got to get the fashion out of the way. We've got... <laughs> the callbacks. The uh, Bret Hart fashion. It's your Josh uh, Dillon fashion here. moment once again. And again, because they are now faces, they get to constantly call out other people they like and reference them because mm. Marks love that shit. So speaking from one who knows, we know ourselves. <laughs> he Know yourself. They come out in black trunks, um, but these trunks have that classic, not even like the, the last version of the Heart Foundation logo. logo. yeah. The one where they all got their leather jackets and they all the tough guy and the boy band at the same time, you know? So and it cool. says Hitman over top of the skull or in a triangle. Bulldog. Or Owen. And Pillman. Yeah. And it really works worked i just it looked good that's probably top three bret hart jacket for me did bruce hart get us get his own i best? fucking if you ask me there's no way bruce hart didn't privately make one for himself <laughs> or he or he was given one by brett 
then hated it, but like secretly puts it on when nobody's looking. Or maybe it's like <laughs> one that Brett wrestled in, and it was like a souvenir <laughs> kind of thing, and he just wears it around the house. He's like, now I'm the hitman. <laughs> Hitman Bruce Hart. <laughs> Bruce Hart. We love you, Bruce. Please do the podcast. <laughs> He's going to beat us up. He's going to come to this condo and beat the living shit out of us. It's true. I think we could beat him in a foot race. The trick is just not to get caught. I got to come you know? back and live here, though. We're wiry <laughs> heels. That's how we maintain being the top tag team in this territory. So they're wearing that Healing logo out. on their butts with their own names on it. It yeah. looks real good. It's a callback. Definitely. They are moving real fast. This is FTR. For guys that have such a classic aesthetic, um, they do have a high work rate, but not in the way where it's like thing after thing after thing after yeah, thing. Yeah, the high, the high, there's no major high. Okay, of course there's high spots, but it's not like, you know, it's not this like in the crowd, like constant domino kind of effect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a, a, a guy who's famous for doing this well, of course, is Kenny Omega. That again, <laughs> which is kind of like in the idea of like how it's, the a, a Japanese match is booked, yeah. where it's real low, it's real slow, and it gets to a point where it's bam, 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 bam. yeah, so higher, higher, finisher, finisher, L one, L one. This match really isn't that. Um, do you want to start us off? What happens at the beginning of the match after? So CM Punk comes out, FTR comes out to their because they couldn't new, get Brett. <laughs> new, well, this is oh, we'll get there when we get to the Brett minute. Because yeah. one benefit of this podcast getting pushed back. Uh, we've got so much Brett news. We're we're up to date yeah. as of well, right to the of, ticket, right off the ticker. Yeah, right. <laughs> so um, everybody's out. How's it start out for you? Well, uh, see, yeah, they they uh, got CM Punk to go come and do commentary. You were joking about how uh, he went from straight edge punk to forty year old something man. Yeah, his and outfit hasn't look, changed at all. The, the outfits haven't really changed. Like <laughs> slip on Vans jeans that are ill fitting. A light, um, a light hoodie. Yeah, and a, and light a, zip up hoodie. A cubby's hat, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the one piece missing. But like this, so the difference from being the straight edge kid from two thousand and four and being the like elder statesman yeah. of AEW, <laughs> same fashion, man. He just fell right into it. Yeah. So they bring him in, and then uh, uh, FTR comes in, comes out together with the Ring of Honor tag team belts. Yes. Which is interesting, like you know, because if they're gonna wrestle each other, you usually will have their own separate entrances but this was not the case they came out together as a team i like when a tag team does that especially yeah. if you're not trying to play up the like oh maybe they don't like each other bullshit yeah you know? which has happened because that's how you do put that through although i would love to see a tag team come out and clearly be feuding but they come out <laughs> at the same time sorry go on the old kane and x pop routine <laughs> oh i like it uh, but yeah, they come all together, uh, rocking some like throwback '80s music. Like I kept thinking it was like a riff on uh, "I Got the Feeling." Somebody's watching me, yeah, but the, you were like, "No, it's no. not that." <laughs> I don't think it is. It always reminds it sounds me like it. of there's like an MIA song. I think it's called like Mickey or something that it reminds me of too. Okay, but it is definitely a song that's also supposed to sound like it's from 1980. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. It's fucking based off of a. Or at least it's an homage to some song from I want to say Scarface or something. It's something. not that. I know the I know the Scarface soundtrack like the back know. of my fucking. But head. I know it's, it's used nothing to sound like different. That. It was like nearly I don't want to say cowboy y, but it was definitely different than what yeah. their currently th thing is, which is like real synthwave kind of vibes. It's fun. I love it. It's fun. Yeah. It's I I feel like only in 2022 could it work as a face entrance too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can't rock that as a heel. Like, Sorry, unless you're party oh, boy type heel. Quick aside, then we gotta fucking set the bar because that's what we do with the bar. <laughs> I thought we were continuing. There's another dead it. gimmick. <laughs> what besides you aren't the bar? <laughs> any Bret Hart entrance music? Is there? Do you have any particular favorite? 
a favorite a favorite entrance for any wrestler? Yeah, what off the top of your heads is great. Yeah, like it's, you just think of the pinnacle of fucking pro wrestling intros. What oh, Jesus. Be? Well, sorry, and everyone's going to fucking hate me for it. Sorry, sexy boy. Hey. Sean I, Michaels, that I fucking, like you hear that, Sean, 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 ah. Uh, it's boom. a classic. Sorry, it fucking rules. You know, I like I'm just your Joshy boy. I'm not your boy toy. Like it's I true. Took, I've been taking that line forever since I was a kid. It's true. That's why we're not allowed back at that Denny's anymore. <laughs> just kept I got saying really drunk it to the staff. And talking shit. This is horrible. I was, I was just... like, we're hands off the merchandise. That's the best. Uh, and sorry, uh, Macho Man's pomp and circumstance. Oh, that's great too. Because this is the way it builds up. Boom. It's, it's, you know, the classic music thing works for a few guys real fucking yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. You know, him, Ric Flair. Fucking Zathura. oh fuck yeah fucking I always Daniel Bryan oh yeah right of the say, Valkyries like, his his current version is cool too I love the weird little trap beat behind it yeah it's yeah, great yeah um okay I I love the thing actually thinking of this FTR um intro song I'm reminded a little bit of Jake the Snake's WWF theme yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah. when he finally turned not finally but they introduced this great. Like it sounds like something from um not not even Blade Runner. It's like spooky. It's <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's, Red yeah. Dragon. You yeah. know what I mean? Manhunter. It's got <laughs> that weird kind of psychological vibe to it. You and, don't know what pain is. Oh and, shit, that sounds lame. That's true. <laughs> Same good franchise. We're fine. But uh, the version of it when they start doing the intro with the trust me's. He's like, do you trust me? Trust me? Trust yeah. Me. I love sick. that so much. And it's I just sick. love how his gimmick was always, I'm a bad guy. And then he tries being a good guy for a little bit. He's a hard fighting good guy. And then somebody, then he agrees to help somebody. But then eventually he betrays them because the... you never trust a snake. Yeah, you can't. I just love how that's his gimmick for like 40 years. It's <laughs> yeah, great. Forever. Good for him. Still kicking butt. Apparently alcohol free for 10 years now, Jake the Snake. That a boy. Not a boy. Wish so, I could say the same for myself. One more uh, Austin's. Like you hear that fucking fuck yeah. glass crash. Of like, especially well, Jim Johnson. I think did did Majority both of this. Them, yeah. Did the Jake the Snake one. Yeah. Um. I I think that that late period Jim Johnson. That's probably his best work to me. Definitely. In that it is simple, but it's like no, it's perfect for that. I can't character. think of another theme post two thousand that he did. Like he kind of made them all. Yeah. So I don't like. I can't remember a recent Jim Johnson because they got like CFO and they fired CFO dollar sign, whatever the hell mm. they were. Mm. So I don't know. Like his, his later shit from the nineties. Perfect. Awesome. Made, made you want to believe that the guys coming down in the ring are fucking shit characters. And they were. So, um, everyone's in the ring. Um, by everyone, I mean the two guys who are in this match. <laughs> and um, the overreactive ref. <laughs> it's great. Oh, yeah, we've got Bryce uh, is the referee who's <laughs> the short, Rice. bald one, if you're keeping track of AEW referees. Who, yeah. oh, frankly, this is one thing about AEW's uh, TV presentation that gets me. There's a little too much selling for my liking. I think the referee the, yeah, the ref. should not be in pain every time somebody else gets punched. That's yeah, fucking yeah, weird to so me. so reactive to it. It makes... To the point of overreact. Well, because it makes, like, if you're if somebody's getting a chop and you're like, ooh, ah, uh, ooh, ah, uh, the whole time... It looks I, like he's taking the fucking bump. And it just makes <laughs> that when a big bump does happen, your response feels lesser to yeah. me. Uh, I feel like on TV, you should probably wheel that back a little bit. With that said, too, the commentary fucking team... I'm happy for Tony Schiavone and fucking JR. I love those guys. I'm happy that they're here and they are doing some good work. It was just the three of them, right? Uh, Excalibur, Excalibur was there, there? and right. CM Punk, of course. Right, right, right. So it, this is also kind of an Excalibur thing. He likes to over-explain too much. We're like, he didn't do that a lot here. Excalibur is good at getting himself out of the conversation when is CM Punk or somebody color, else shows up. Is he or is he play-by-play? He's play-by-play. 
But um, we basically Tony Schiavone is doing Jr. and Jr. is doing Taz from 1998. It's hilarious. It's a three man gimmick. So what are you gonna do? (laughs) But uh, or like a good guy Bobby the Brain, you know, in like that WCW period. Barely, he was barely good. Yeah. Oh, which wasn't great. Don't get me wrong. It never really, never really sold it for me when he was cheering for a good guy. But they overdo it here, and that like. It's fine. Like, how many times you got to tell me that they're tag team partners? They're wearing the same gear. They walked yeah. out together. <laughs> I understand Black that. I'm boot, glad, white boot. I'm I glad you mentioned it. Yeah. Um, Excalibur didn't do that in this match, but he does have this habit sometimes of being like, oh, this is why this happened. And he goes to like this really involved <laughs> yeah, detailed description. Kind of like how we do in this yeah. podcast. <laughs> but it's like, I, I feel like if you try to sell it too much, you're not only not selling it to me. Yeah. You're fucking, you're kind of overdoing it. You're talking over other things you should be paying attention yeah, to. Yeah, and it should be more snappy. But yeah, if you're play by play. They want to be, they want to, they really want to differ. Oh yeah, they're trying to sell they it. They want to sell it and not, and be completely differentiate themselves from the current WWE commenting product. So, so this match is delicious. It's fucking Owen and Brett for like the first 10 minutes. It, you got this is, great face smash moment where yeah. like if you remember uh, Owen does like a boot wash on Brett when they're in a lockup and Brett's on the ground. Not a lockup. It's, all, it's reminiscent of the locked. same moves of wrestle, their match that they yeah. had in WrestleMania, WrestleMania 10. 10. This, whole match, this whole match itself is uh, is a homage piece. It's a callback nostalgia piece to Brett's Not only CM Punk finishes. can do fucking Bret Hart finishes yeah, in all his but, matches. But uh, uh, Dax and Cash could uh, do it and probably fucking better. I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> well, what I love about it is there's a precision precision to what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, a lot of this match is Owen Brett WrestleMania 10, but it kind of feels like every so often they're throwing in some other greatest hits. Like off the bat, we noticed Razor and Benoit. You pointed out. With oh the yeah, with the suplex with the chain supl- uh, chain German suplexes. With I was Raz- like that. They do that Razor spot where um, they fall off the top rope together, and you know he's trying to do like yeah. a. Like a fallaway slam or something, yeah. but he lands the, on top of them. Runs Dax up the top runs up the, the back. Like he's behind, dash. they're behind each other, and then runs up the back of the turnbuckle and flips it from into a pin. Yeah, that's fine. oh, it was masterwork. It was masterwork, masterwork, and a callback to uh, all your favorite Brett moments. Right, it was really good. Um, with their own with their own uh, stuff put into. Oh, completely. Oh, oh, also uh, Brett and Perfect. Like the finish was perfect, if I'm not mistaken. But one of the cool things is that they do a bunch of spots that were finishes to matches, but then they aren't. And that was a fun little bit of storytelling for me because I think part of the idea is we're supposed to get like they both know what this is. They've both seen these things before. So they keep trying to outdo each other by doing these more (laughs) technical Brett maneuvers. And it leads to these moments where they just it's just not quite enough. And that was cool. End of the match. um, Dax ends up winning. He moves on. And again, Personal pet peeve. Your fucking tournament that is one elimination does not need a qualifying round. That, <laughs> that is, is the your first quarter round. final. Well, not even quarter, quarter final. final. That is your first round. I don't know how many people are in it because quarter final implies there's four parts, right? Yeah. So it's at least the quarter. There's four. Like, but your quarter final least, can have a, at least an even amount. Well, regardless, whatever it is, this is the first fucking round of the goddamn tournament. And they're, they, they sell it as like, oh, they're qualifying for the tournament. We're not going to see yeah, the real winner. To, winter, to, to be like, in sure. the tournament, I don't, like, I don't fucking Just make your that. bracket a little bigger. I think it that's, looks kind of yeah, cool, yeah, too. That's why their name's on there. Mm-hmm. Why not? Fuck. So regardless, that's a, that's a minor problem. Dax wins, does the lie in the ground with his hands on his face, cry thing, like when Brett yeah. won the belt. The uh, only thing missing from the ending, uh, which was a callback to uh, to the, the SummerSlam Intercontinental match yes. with Perfect and Brett. Uh, somebody should have took because the end of that match mm-hmm. uh, back in when he won the title the IC title 
He takes Perfect's tights and pretty much undresses him. To Sexy. The, to become a jobber. Like he's in, like he's in the, the sub tights. And he carries his... Uh, That's right, he does. He carries his, his tights, his uh, unitard. His or, hand. As, a, as like a, a trophy pelt. He yeah. looked like Craven the Hunter. <laughs> like, <laughs> he took it. I forgot he about took that. It. Yeah, he's like, this is my belt now. And this oh. is the belt. And he's like... Perfect's in his underwear running Absolutely away with that coach best. asshole. That's like, fucking great. It's like somebody should have done that in that match. Like somebody should have like wore a vest into the match and then he takes the vest, <laughs> which would have been the perfect callback. And I'd be like, fuck yeah. That's, oh, I fucking but, love that. Yeah, man. I love the match. Uh, it was really good. CM Punk joking about, because they thought they were going to go into a, well, we kept joking. He's like, is he going to go to a sharpshooter or a scorpion deathlock? It's like, what's the difference? Uh, you either turn left or you turn right. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, CM Punk's like, you gotta sharp your shoot, boy. Yeah, he go. Oh fuck, that's I the best line of this so whole fucking funny. thing. Right at the end, he's like, "You gotta, who is it? Take your leg and sharp your shoot." Sharp your shoot. Oh. <laughs> I was like, we gotta start saying that. That we're we're taking that. Homie, if we punk, ever make t-shirts, Phil Brooks, if that is your real name. <laughs> if we ever make t-shirts, it's gonna be on sharp there. You're gonna have to sharp your shoot, boys. Sharp your shoot. <laughs> I love it. Fuck, that's hilarious. God, oh, that's a great Bret Hart reference. Um, so. Great match all around. Perfect. I like the guys Excellent. in it. I like where it's going. Uh, I like they get to have this as if anything, it's like a more bonding moment for them. As a, yeah, yeah. This, they, parted, it, they parted as friends and yeah. still ROH yeah. tag team champions. Yeah, they haven't parted. Not even ROH. ROH and at that point, AAA. I didn't watch Triple Mania. I don't know if they were on or what the fuck happened. I don't know. I, did, the did Bucks fucking, were probably. <laughs> anyone who watch, does anyone who watch AAA care about a tag team belt? Because aren't they like trios people? Isn't that like a Mexican tradition? Like, yeah, oh yeah. When, more trios uh, than tag. When Sharon and I went to Mexico, it's all, there's no singles matches. That we were, Mind you, we were at uh, Arena Mexico, which is like the the mecca of Mexican wrestling. It was, Ooh, so, it was one that. of the coolest fucking things. And watching Lucha Libre. And, uh, you said that, can you say that again? Lucha Libre. Ah, oh, your Portuguese is perfect. <laughs> I'm not Portuguese, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, continue. You have to put emphasis on things. It, I love Sorry. when you do, though. I just do. Because I never do. I say everything the whitest way possible. Uh, lucha uh, Libre? Lucha Libra. Libra? Libra? I'm not a Libra. Exactly. Where's the Lucha but, got, but they're all, the whole fucking cards, like three-man tags. Yeah. And it's fucking Not wild. big tag team. Which is great for them, because they get to put those belts on an American tag team who gets to yeah. just fucking run away with them for a while. Not uh, AAA, sure. Not so much CMLL. They're, oh, very, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so very traditional. It's very That's it's Mexico. Been, we don't yeah, take yeah. that out. Well, yeah, because CMLL is they they don't want to be a world thing. They, they don't. They're their ex- money is made in small stadiums where, where well, a local hockey, Mexico, yeah, like a local like, soccer team loses every week. They play in those places. Yeah, but mainly mainly like in Mexico City, Arena Mexico. Like it's fucking. Oh man, it was the fucking. If you got if you get a chance, kids out there in podcast land, to go to fucking Mexico City and watch CMLL CMLL match matches. You're going to love it. It's tacos. It's beers. It's wrestling. Beautiful Mexican women. Dancing. Did you have any fish tacos while you there? Those are my absolute favorite. Honestly, uh, God, Marlin tacos. tacos. The chicken of the sea. Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, that's gimmick infringement. That's my nickname. <laughs> You're just a chicken, McFly. <laughs> so. You yellow. <laughs> man, we're giving you guys a lot today. Yeah, Music sorry. reviews. We got it all. We got fucking fish taco <laughs> reviews. The marlin of the sea the is chicken the of, chicken Marlid, of the sea. Marlin is the chicken of the chicken sea. Chicken of the sea. Tuna. <laughs> Sorry, I've been drinking a lot of Pepsi tuna. today. <laughs> um, but I guess what we're trying to say is we both really like this match a whole bunch. Yep. It's a really does feel like we're getting into this new era of like we had all of this real high 
I don't even want to say high flying, but high work rate stuff. This American Indies kind of yeah. theme stuff. High energy, cool spots. I love like fucking Dante Martin's a wrestler right now who I really love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. His poor brother got injured again. Jesus. Uh, not in wrestling. I saw him. He posted a picture of it on Twitter. He's got, he's in a fucking neck brace and his like had a brace on his uh, wrist as well. Christ. It looks like a car accident to me. He didn't say what it was, but he said it wasn't wrestling related. Anyways. Um, so there's a lot of great wrestlers out there who do that style. Mm-hmm. And, but it's just nice to see this little slower, like, ow, that really hurts. Like, oh, my God, this took so much out of me kind of stuff. It's calculated and, yeah. and well-paced. And yeah, yeah. even for, like, an end match on a fucking AEW show, it's like... It's like Easy ah, to follow. Yeah. It's a kind of match that if you had somebody like... Again. Keep going. We got... We got <laughs> Hello? But it's the kind of match where you um, have this... Uh, feeling that you could show it to people that didn't know about wrestling and they would enjoy it. But really what's going on here is a match that's for people who give a shit about wrestling. Yeah. It's not um, bad if you don't have that history. You'll still watch this and be like, that was cool, that was cool, that was cool. That I get what happened. I get the story yeah. that was being told. But of course, there's all that deeper extra little shit there yeah. that people like us Dig. can enjoy. So, yeah. Yeshua. <laughs> As I believe they called you back in the Old Testament days. <laughs> How That's many my slave name? <laughs> what's out of what's what? Originally, did you I, get? I what did I, I made a I made a mistake and and referenced Chris Benoit in my rating originally for Shh, this. You did it again. I'm just giving did people context. That's fine. Okay, go on. Uh, what am I gonna call it? Uh, seven out of ten. CM Punk cubby hats. <laughs> Aww. Now you say cubby. I'm just imagining a cab hat. No, no, no. Hat, Chicago, like, the Chicago Cubs. Cubs I know. I'm just thing. imagining a combination, like a blue one with like a little C on it. It's horrible. No, no, I no. He's it. got a little teeny tiny bear. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> God, very classic. That's what I rated. I, I love this match. It was fucking good. It's callbacks. Yeah. Uh, all your all your favorite Brett moments. Brett. Greatest hits of Brett. Greatest hitmen's of Brett. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I fucking enjoyed it. It's so good. Yeah, I think... Uh, you're about right there. I I say seven out of ten, and I don't want people to think we're insulting anything because this match is great. Yeah, it's good. but I there's a couple things for me. Um, specifically, these two guys put on a lot of great matches, and not to say that they should suffer because of that, but it's hard not to compare. Um, for me, most recently, watching them as a tag team against um, Dem Boys. The Briscoes. Yeah, Briscoes. Um, that was great in a oh, way that shit, I that was. That's a fucking hard hitting shit. Like, and then it was the better match than I with expected. The Bucks. the Bucks was great too. Yeah. And again, I had the same feeling with that match. Like, wow, that's great. But they just had like the best fucking match. Yeah. Um, Bangers, man. So uh, with that said, there's a couple uh, things like the commentary was off and on. And there was just like, it definitely felt like people really wanted me to feel like this was a bigger deal than they needed to. Because yeah. I was already there. And yeah. if anything, it just kind of drew away a little bit from the match. Um, I don't know if I would change much of anything, but this is a seven for sure. Eight is a must, a must watch. If you've never watched wrestling in the last 10 years, go watch this now. Yeah, it's not the shocker, but, is, but it's it's very is, much the callback. Yeah. This is like, don't watch, this, this might not be the first match to bring you back, but this is the third or fourth you should watch probably of this Do you year. you want to see an eight out of 10 uh, fucking... FTR match. You yeah. go back to their NXT days against oh, American yeah. Alpha. Yeah, that fucking was beautiful. Hell, that was I, beautiful. Like I'm on the I'm on the edge of my seat. I just rewatched it not too long ago, and I'm on the edge of my seat. And I watched that fucking live on an NXT uh, pay per view, mm-hmm. and like it still blows me away. And it's a shame. Uh, what, what's the What's the other? Not Chad Gable, the other guy, the guy that looks like or was Chris Angles. Oh, or, Chris Angles. Uh, no, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. Chris Angle. Angle. <laughs> you know, Kurt Angles, fake son. 
God, that's funny. It's a shame that uh, he he got injured and got cut in his prime. That's fucking yeah. that's brutal because like American Alpha was a really cool good tag team. It made a lot of sense. It was probably the best work both of those guys were doing. Hell yeah, that, that's too. some of the like best NXT matches ever. Is them fighting. Fighting it out yeah. with the tag belts. And of course, I'd put that Briscoe's matchup there too. That oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. That that's might be my stuff. match of the year, frankly. Really? Might be my match of the year. That's how much I liked it. Like, I don't know what else I would put above it. It was, like, really? it was one of those things that when I was watching it, there were points where I was like, this match is amazing. Like, I had to stop and realize like how good it was. So I, I have to reevaluate it. I got to rewatch it. One tag match this year, I would make it that one. There are some really good ones, though. How long have the Briscoe's been wrestling for? Feels like fucking forever. Feels like forever years. and ever since they came out of the dirt. You know what I mean? Like since Them dirty boys. So, yeah, 7 out of 10. Cool. Um, late period heart foundation logos. <laughs> Definitely Upside worth Upside down worth pink triangle, time. skull with missing teeth. So the next match, of course, was a Saturday night main event from 1987. Year of um, our Brett. Year of our, in the year of our Brett. <laughs> I guess it's the year of our Brett. We should start counting that different because I feel like the year of our Brett should start when he joined the Fed. You know, the year of our Brett won. And then if we talk about anything before yeah. that, it's like mine, it's like BC's. Like Anno Brettoni. Before Brett. Anno Brettoni. Oh, I love it. AB. So we've got uh, <laughs> Brett versus uh, Macho Man Macho Randy. Macho Man Randy. I'm the one doing the impersonations around here. Thank I can't help it. It just happens sometimes. Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah. Oh, now you're just showing off. <laughs> So what we've got here is 1987. This, so this is absolutely heel Brett wearing fashion moment, wearing <laughs> the uh, like really plain pink. Oh, yeah. um, they just pants. got those uh, fresh out the cleaners. Yeah, with like <laughs> black racing stripes down the yeah. side, black knee pads, and he's got a black top. Looks the, good. The, it's boots, the boots are logoed. Oh, we're yeah. coming out of the primordial ooze that was their yeah. former blue, the shitty sea breeze blue that they were wearing beforehand. Oh. So we're coming out of the primordial ooze. We're in the pink and black attack, and uh, we're getting 87. there. 87 feels like a good year for the Hart Foundation, where they like feel like they are big now. They're coming up. Yeah, team. they're coming yeah. up. Uh, Jimmy Mouth of the South is repping them. Oh, fuck yeah. I, 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 there's something so classic about that, because Jimmy, frankly, doesn't add a ton to this match, but I'm always just happy to see him around, because I think Funny. he just reminds me of being five years old. Because remember when you were a kid and how much you fucking hated Jimmy Hart? I never, just wanted okay, to see I never, beat him I up. never got him... Questions for Jimmy Hart. <laughs> Few inquiries. Does he always change his jacket to fit the team or guy he's repping every match? And what if he has to wrestle? What if it's like there's different guys that he manages and they're all wrestling on the same night? Does he always change oh. his jacket? Oh, I don't think he usually changes. He must. He must, right? <laughs> right? Does he change uh, megaphones to like match? Because he had multiple people in like WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, he's all over that WrestleMania, right? He had to have changed coats. Um, so... I don't know. Okay, so start the match off for us. Oh, yeah, I guess might as well just mention, too, that Randy fucking comes out in his classic Randy yellow and Yeah, uh, the headband, the ski goggles. It looked good. He's got the flat hair. He comes out with Elizabeth. She's all shiny. Beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful Elizabeth. We miss you. So what do you think about this match, Josh? What do you got for us? It's a Saturday night main event, uh, to be to be sure. Uh, Macho Man starts it off. He's chasing everybody around the ring. Actually, pretty much the match starts starts fighting uh, yeah. right out of the ring. It's a real Macho Man start because yeah. like in and out, in and out this whole fucking match. Yeah. In cool spots. There was I, that really cool spot where he, he oh, bounces yeah. Brett right out. That was really cool. Was sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and these are two guys that sell it crazy for each other. Um, yeah. Brett, it's funny because Brett, 
I guess because he's working heel at this point, he's not usually the guy who gets the most fucked up. Plus, he's got his buddies standing around the corner. Yeah. So he gets to go out and get some breaks. And then Randy would bump to the outside and get some breaks. And we mentioned this before when we were watching it. It was uh, like... It's like his rest hold is getting bumped out of the ring. Yeah. <laughs> you know? He it's doesn't breathing. sit there. He's breathing space. Yeah. And he gets to walk back and forth and point real serious. Go, oh, yeah. okay. And get we, back yeah, in Yeah, wave the finger around. You You're know? getting an ass kick. And- <laughs> Work those front row fucking sweat hogs. God. Speaking of, remember the guy with the teal apple? Oh, sweater. I don't know how we're going to fit this in. This is not a video podcast. Um, <laughs> I maybe I'll just make it the thumbnail for this episode. But there's a guy wearing it. You describe it, Josh. Yeah, he's wearing a, a teal uh, sweater that just says A-P-P-L-E, the original Apple uh, uh, lettered logo. Yeah, but not, that, like, the Apple, not the Apple Macintosh. Not even Helvetica, logo. but whatever that font is that they used yeah. all the time for well, old Times Apple New Roman. products. Was it the, the Times is New Roman. Is it Times New Roman? Yes, it's got to be. Um, but it's gorgeous in that oh, weird throwback way. Like you right can't now, miss it in the match. It's distracting. <laughs> I would be surprised if Drake didn't own that crew neck sweater. Honest <laughs> to God. And he's also wearing like a real white flat brim cap. It's great. It it's, so I just love weird. how cool nerd clothing from fucking 35 years ago. Yeah. And more than 35. This match is fucking two eighty seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Of 87. Yeah. So I'm getting ahead of myself. It's about that old. I'm not Fuck even a month I, old at this that's point. No, wild. I am a month old at this point. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. And uh, yeah, so there's a lot of great little spots here. It's a real Randy match. You can tell that they really have planned every little moment out here. Yeah, right, right down to the tick. Probably the thing people remember most from this, like the real little bit that happens in this match, is happens outside the ring where Randy gets hurt and gets tossed over the top rope. And Liz Elizabeth goes out to check on him. Do you yeah. want to explain what happens here? Yeah, he gets tossed over the... Uh, also, there's a really good part where uh, Anvil tries to get into the ring and Jimmy Hart tries to stop him. And then Randy Savage just bonks. Like, yeah. Boink. Hits Three both their heads. Style. So Jimmy... And everybody cheers when Jimmy gets fucking his ass kicked. But there's a spot where Brett catapults him out of the ring, yeah. lands feet first safely, but sells it like he broke his fucking ankle. Oh, He's yeah. going to be injured again. And uh, uh, Miss Elizabeth just work in the crowd and everybody feigning concern. She was so perfect at that. Excellent at that. We don't say perfect on this yeah, podcast. Not perfect. Unless, not perfect, but excellent. Uh, showing feigning concern. And then Macho's like, I don't know what to do, Elizabeth. And then Elizabeth just starts taking off. Yeah, his, she takes his boot, his boot off. And he wrestles the rest of the match one-legged in a sock on. So... <laughs> I think this is hilarious, but also it it's cool. It's real macho man logic. Um, what I mean by that is he's great at booking these matches. Yeah. He's so, so good at putting yeah. a thing together and making you believe it. But he also seems making, to making get Making Brett some... look like the heel because oh, he starts fuck. attacking it, attacking Absolutely. his ankle like crazy. And then Macho's just selling it like it's, yeah. it's the worst fucking injury. But there's this whole thing... Um, that he does sometimes where he he just does the logic kind of loses it for me here because mm. she takes off his boot. If somebody's broken their ankle and they are wearing a boot, don't fucking take off the boot because then things shift and it might swell. Yeah. Right. It was but, to release the pressure, according exactly. to Jimmy. Uh, Jesse but if Ventura. you release the pressure, that means things move. So that's when you put like a, a, a splint on the wound or you do something to set it. You have it treated, but instead Macho's like, no, 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 I gotta fight. Right, yeah, crawls he gets back, back in the... one legged, yeah. and hops around on one foot for the rest of the match. Wrestles, yeah. He, he's like, when's the last time you saw anyone wrestle without boots on? Yeah, 
It's like, well, just copy the Von Erics. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Oh, <laughs> Probably have explained it to Brett. Brett's like, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. He's under the learning tree. <laughs> it really is. It really does feel like one of those matches that's important to Brett. Like, not that Brett at this stage in his career couldn't put together a good match. Clearly, he no, could. Yeah, he can and could, but you, you, uh, you respect yeah. uh, seniority in this in this instance. And Macho Man is the kind of guy that always had a vision when he came to a match. Again, yeah. it seems like Brett. Like, you just have an idea of like, okay, this would be really fucking cool. How do we yeah. make this work? And uh, this definitely does it for me. But at the same time, as soon as you start thinking about it at all, you're like, none of that made a lot of sense right there. Yeah. And also, she holds the boot the whole time. I'm really disappointed she never cracked fucking Jimmy Hart <laughs> over the head at one point. She was never violent. Boot. She never got violent. That was never her. It's true. That was never her uh, thing. She was always feigning concern, always concerned about Macho oh, Man. Oh, I don't know. Hurt. Somebody else could have taken the boot away from her. That You know what I mean? Like, I just yeah, because feel they don't like really, they don't really, we ran uh, away from it after that. Uh, He's just bouncing on one foot. Yeah. That's it. Anvil and, and uh, Jimmy Hart never really interact with her at all or like no. chase her around the ring. There's or a little bit. Uh, but not only, much. No. Not much. Just a little bit of like looking and laughing and kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I remember we were joking, like Brett's like yelling at her. I was like, I wonder what he said because he couldn't hear it on camera. Yeah, I was exactly. like, shut up, you bitch. <laughs> like, God, can you imagine <laughs> that? I hope he didn't say that. God, no. I would, we would not be doing this podcast <laughs> yeah, if he said that. Let's be real. Over. <laughs> We'd be the world's biggest Bruce Hart fans instead. <laughs> the second greatest wrestler of all time. <laughs> the greatest mind in the history of professional wrestling. He came up with all your favorite gimmicks. Right, <laughs> dubious at best. Um, I like how you refer to the rest of the Heart Clan as the Heart Foundation B team, <laughs> in well, reference to the NWO B team. Because <laughs> if you're like a prospect, you know they don't have their own jackets, right? So, but they show up all the fucking time. It's awful. <laughs> um, ending on this is pretty good. Uh, it's definitely the come from behind Randy Savage. Oh my God. I can't believe he did it. The crowd is so fucking Snuck hot. The wind, the Snuck the win. And Brett's like, I can't believe this fucking happened. And then they rush hard foundation. Rest of the hard foundation rushes the ring to beat up on Savage. Mm -hmm. Uh, you got a little, him, they beat him up a little bit. He gets, gets him back with the megaphone gimmick a little yeah, bit there. Yeah. And he does clear ring and he does get to leave and be like, yeah, I'm a, everyone loves me. Miss Elizabeth, this is going to last forever. <laughs> Can't wait to see what the rest of our lives are like. It's going to turn out great. Oh, this is what a fucking um, downer, man. It's just, I, and I'm only saying that because Randy Savage was so good at that. Like, at the end of a match, you really did feel like happily ever after. You know? Like, True, it was but like, he's, he's done. Like, he Jesse did it Ventura's all. like, he's going to never wrestle again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, um, I liked it. I liked it a whole bunch. Josh, what? what's out of what? Uh, I give this, I give this a six. Out of 10, Miss Elizabeth's feigning concerns. Oh, I like it. So beautiful. Any uh, That's part? such a big crush on her. Yeah. So is Miss Elizabeth your favorite part of this? Or what would you say was your no, favorite? No, it would be Brett, that? obviously. <laughs> I, Because I am so conflicted about that boot fucking bit. I, I love it. And I also kind of a just stink. like, fuck. <laughs> I feel like there would have been, it was just missing one thing. Maybe she could just tell him not to go back in the ring. Would have been You're great. never telling that savage to do well, anything. Well, I don't expect him to listen, right? But Because yeah. it's the Rocky kind of thing that he would well, do. Always like, if you but I would have like... loved just one little piece to reinforce the idea that she didn't just want to take his boot off. Because that's a weird instinct to have, too. Like, oh, he's hurt. I'm going to go take his boot off. You've never done that before. This is Randy <laughs> Savage. He fucking sells his his fucking ankle, his knee. True, his, but like in shoot promos and interviews, he's always like kind of telling her to shut up or be quiet. <laughs> well, yeah. Clearly, they're married. Nobody, nobody wants to hear you. Yeah. <laughs> oh god i would love to hear her yeah right yeah now. but she'd talk a little bit and then you'd like get involved yeah. god randy hold my ic title belt elizabeth yeah oh what a dude <laughs> what a dude 
So, yeah, I, I'm with you here. I would say this is if we gave the last match a seven, I'm going to give this a six. And I again, anything five for the record from me, yeah. five and above on this podcast means watch it for sure. Watchable. And if you are Good. a huge fan of Bret Hart or wrestling in general, anything like a three and above, you should definitely check out. I imagine below that is probably going to be pretty shitty. <laughs> um, but. I think this is a real important match for fans of Bret Hart or Randy Savage to watch. Yeah, this is fun. interesting because you got Randy probably really at his peak. Um, some people would probably think a couple years before this. I think they're wrong. I think Randy Savage up to about, you know, even when he was on commentary, like they kind of fucked good. up. He was so good that Still little good. bit of matches he had at that point when he's wearing all his crazy early 90s super brights and neons. Looked great, man. <laughs> got the hat, got the, got the crazy cowboy Randy. Hat. Everyone loves Randy. Randy is a crossover superstar. I don't fucking care what anyone says. Yep. People love Randy Savage memes and promos in a way that they don't love other wrestlers. He exists as an example of wrestling. People that don't know anything yeah. about wrestling Pinnacle. see Randy Savage and like that guy. I know True that guy. True fans will prefer him over his rival Hulk Hogan. Oh man, yeah. his ability to put over people like Hulk Hogan in The Ultimate Warrior. Holy shit. Good work. Yeah. Um, Masterclass. So, maybe. yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to have to give it um, six out of ten coffee creamers. <laughs> cream the of cream, the yeah. Cream, cream rises, to the, rises top. to the top. Sorry, you, you're supposed to do it. Off balance, on balance, doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, I like it. <laughs> yeah, he was off balance more than he was on. So... I don't know, man. Uh, what else we got? Oh, Brett Watch. Get on to Brett Watch. watch. So a few Brett things watch. have happened. Um, I can't remember. So this is the problem with losing an episode is I don't fucking know what we said on that one. I'll just give you a quick rundown. There's been all that bullshit with Brett and uh, AEW. Will they, won't they finally kiss? Ross and Rachel. There is Brett going to come in and manage <laughs> no, FTR? No, it's cheers. It's, it's Ted Danson and Shelly Long. Oh, will they, fuck. Won't they? Oh, oh, my will they, my heart. You're breaking my heart because I know how that one ends. I so am a hitman. I'm a sharpshooter. <laughs> heard that um, from Dave Meltzer uh, confirmed Oof. that, you know, Brett does have some contract with uh, WWE. And according to Meltzer, he thinks that precludes him from potentially wrestling. Or as far as he said, when he last talked to Brett, which he claimed was a few days ago. Now, this is a couple of weeks ago. This interview took place or yeah. interview, sorry, a, a podcast episode. Um, and he said that uh, Brett told him, you know, I. Um, they haven't asked me to appear at the finale of the Owen thing. I don't believe any of this. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Recently, this is, this is it was him brought to attention. Chest on this one. Apparently, it came out that Brett only has a merchandising Rising, deal. Yeah. That's so that's the only. That's why he's always in the video games and shit. You know, yeah. makes sense. He's getting some fucking money. Has something been quietly signed? Maybe. Has there been a handshake uh, where he's agreed to Vince? Like, fine, fucking, you you give me this and I'll do whatever. But can he even trust that handshake? Who knows? I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I would fucking screw Vince McMahon if he ever gave me that. It was Bret Hart. Oh, my God. I would find so many ways to Wait for that man. fucking interview. Vince screwed Vince. I'm oh, waiting for God. that. Please, for the love of fuck's sakes. That'd be fucking beautiful. But... <laughs> So we still don't fucking know what's going to happen. Uh, the other day, Brett was in an FTR shirt. Uh, Brett is supposed to appear at some event with FTR as yeah, like the manager. Guest manager for them. Um, it's not an AEW event. It's uh, some other indie um, fed. I'm not sure. I keep calling me indies feds. What the fuck is wrong with me? It's anyway terminology. I don't know. It's like calling me a CEO. I'm not comfortable what? with that. Of this podcast? Exactly. I'm podcast of podcasting in general. If you got a question or concern about podcasting, please Worldwide. write. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All what of it. Did you know that? You knew that. Everyone knows that. But oh, uh, man, you're shaving too close to that skull of yours. <laughs> I, right? 
Yeah, I got a new razor uh, today, <laughs> and I am the kind of bald guy that has to shave his head, or else it looks like a brushy patch next to a desert. It's it's really terrible. I think it looks nice. Oh, you're too nice to me. Um, <laughs> I am the hair in this game. He, he really is. He really is. In fact, you could do with a bald spot, frankly. I think it would help you. Never. Make you look a little classier. Never. Um, but it cut the fucking shit out of my head. Definitely. I got to fucking, I'm going to DM Dax, see what he's using. Because he always comes out looking clean. Looks clean. Looks clean. It's Cash doing his, uh, <laughs> doing the back oh. for him. <laughs> that's what fucking friendship's all that's, about. Yeah, that's what pals but are for. It's, uh, so it's, we still don't fucking know. And I kind of like that more. Wait a minute, you're saying you gigged yourself? <laughs> you no, I, the hard way. I didn't <laughs> the mean hard to. Way? Holy shit. I didn't mean to. Um, it was interesting to see all this back and forth. I just like having Brett's name in the thing. And if, yeah, if it does turn out Brett took the fucking bag from Vince McMahon, all the power to him, he deserves every fucking penny. Does the bag look like, does it have dollar signs on it or does it have a heart sign on it? Oh, I, I pictured the classic, uh, <laughs> like, hemp sack with a dollar sign on it from the cartoons. But, but I like to think they, they, the they're branded, keeping branding. That's great WWE, right? <laughs> with the, yeah, with the copyright WWE. Oh, it. like a little trademark logo. Um, so I we'll hope see. he did, too. I hope he did, too. But, like, it's his brother's tournament. Yeah. He's uh, no longer with us tournament. And uh, it, it's breaks, a, it doesn't break the heart, but like it makes it like just a little less important. It, it would feel right, but there's a lot of stuff here. Like, first of all, I'm super happy for Owen's widow, widow Martha. Martha, yeah. she deserves this. I think yeah. we. This spent, is not a cash in for her. Yeah, we I spent don't feel. decades. We yeah. spent decades being told that she just hates wrestling. Yeah, and clearly she's not a huge fan. But can you blame her? Yeah. And some I was, think uh, to some a degree, company fucking took her husband away for some cheap fucking lame gimmick. Regardless of what you think of legal responsibility or not, this was mm -hmm. a really unnecessary gimmick, and the safety concerns were not there at all. Um, like regardless, Martha deserves to have a have a have a moment to appreciate her husband in this world. Yeah, and she finally has it without having to like sell her soul to the company. Like basically, give them yeah. like roll over for them. Uh, she didn't have the personal relationship with Vince McGann and his family like Bret Hart did. It's not important no. for her to no. maintain, right? Her husband, Owen, was a little bit more than uh, the nugget gimmick. Yeah. He was a little bit more than uh, to her as enough is enough. It's time for a change. Yeah. He wasn't just a joke at this time yeah. uh, in his life to the, his family. So I appreciate she's good at this moment. And as a fan, you know, the, the perfect moment for me is, yeah, her and Bret Hart, you know, handing a fucking trophy over to people it together. Be, uh, yeah, it would be you know? beautiful. And like she comes, these fucking marks uh, like to put her under over the coals because she won't give up the, the Owen Hart legacy to the WWE. Yeah. Don't and because they don't fuck fucking them. get it, right? It's and not their like, legacy. Yeah, you go out. You just want to buy a new rubber fucking action figure. What the fuck? You right? want to like, see fucking that? Uh, enough is enough. It's time for a change. We'll put him in the Hall of Fame, like in that, WWE. Like, that's supposed to mean. Well, and something. this is it, and he already kind of is. You know, the, he didn't yeah. go in singles. He went in as a group, which right. is fine. And I don't think there's like a huge difference in my mind. It would be nice to see him get his dues somewhere, and this is a place for this it. Is it. This I don't is it. take the fucking WWE Hall of Fame seriously. Fucking, you know, just like look at the, mm -hmm. hall, the celebrity wing, all that bullshit with the fucking Warrior Trophy. First, <sighs> using it to like push randos to make everyone feel better about the WWE as a company, yeah. and then pushing it on pro wrestlers. Like that was very much a human resources call. It's so nuts. It's so fucking nuts to sit here and defend any of that shit yeah. with 
All of that said, if one day, if this did one day lead to a handshake and we get to see the Hall of Fame video for Owen, I'd be so happy about that too. You yeah, know, but it, it's but I find this I is find the most important thing for me. This yeah. is the most important that this Martha gets to more. have a moment about pro wrestling and yeah. gets to fucking you know. Appreciate, and it'll mean more if Brett's there. Appreciate it. Just saying. sure. And even if he's not, God, I hope Vince paid him real good. Yeah. Real good. Real good. Yeah. So I don't know, Josh. That money. Uh, what's the other else? thing? Who's who's the who's going in? Like we were talking about, uh, who's going to be kind of the final four of the tournament? Oh, this is tough. They got a couple names. And in what here are the calls? What away. are we calling like, here? I fucking like Samoa Joe is kind of hard to say, but he's already got like a title and stuff. I feel like TV is already TV put over like a younger guy. I think Yuta Wheeler qualified if i'm not mistaken yes he did but like i, I, I like that young man a whole bunch i feel like it's the kind of thing it has to go to a young star it's a tournament right <laughs> or the people servicing this the bret hart gimmick i saw yeah that too <laughs> i thought this uh sorry i saw this tweet uh today where someone was like wouldn't it be cool and like yeah hypothetical does yeah. it not doesn't mean anything but wouldn't it be cool if this was sort of their super juniors where they use yeah. it as an example to get the people up guys, to a place and then maybe over. they get a title shot out of I it. wish AEW That'd would do a, so super cool. ju- a super junior type. Yeah, speaking of Yuta Wheeler, he's going to be in super juniors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this shit. year. Yeah, he got, that got announced too. Uh, so looking forward to that. I, I, I fucking want Joe to win. Sorry. Yeah. That, that, man, that man got such a good start at NXT. I, I'm such a big... I've been I watching him think, fucking forever. And like to some got, degree, he should just steam... Like, it'll be hard if he has to... Like, the, the second, last, and the final round should be real tough. But I think largely, he should walk through this tournament and it should just look like Joe. But that's just my opinion yeah. with him just showing up right now. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I, I, I want him to win it so bad because I just I just feel he got such a fucking shit deal with WWE. Really into it. Injuries. Uh, him versus Brock should have fucking been that man twice in like one year. They he fucking like Samoa. That's a professional wrestling company had no work for Samoa Joe. Yeah, twice. Twice. Give so. me the book. That would have been the fucking money match. It would have been a goddamn bloodbath. And I, yeah, too much jiggle for Vince McMahon. You know, doesn't have those washboard abs. You need that. Apparently, you do. Have you ever watched that fucking program? Fuck, not anymore. Have I you heard of a man named Bruno San Martino? <laughs> Long live, and then like literally look at every champion that had a long reign. And <laughs> remember, how many? Remember a little guy named Bob Backlund? <laughs> oh fuck yeah! Fuck. Guy the personality saying, of a bicep. I'm just, <laughs> I love it. These hands, we got to do that match one day. Oh, we will. Uh, but I just Brock Joe should have been the fucking money match, and yeah. it never happened. And I was always mad one about day. it because now you can get uh, Joe and Keith Lee. You know, oh, I would love that. There's oh, some, get them in the fucking yeah. ring. And, and AEW's doing a good job of getting some larger dudes. To yeah, try, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, it's all, you make know. Make it matter a little more. Well, yeah, because yeah. they got that whole image. That the, image is like. Nash call him? Vanilla Midgets? Vanilla Midgets. The classic internet term. I and love, it is that I to a it. case, but it's 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 changing now. But like, yeah. yeah but we're not Joe, doing a, a match where we review every Kevin Nash <laughs> match, are we? You know what I mean? Fuck Big D. <laughs> but like. But like, anyway. yeah, Joe all the way. So, that was my guy. on top of that, I think that's about it, Josh. All right. Outro time. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we've been practicing this. I was trying to be subtle, but go yeah. for it. All right. <laughs> and a one and a two. In the meantime and in between time, this has been another thrilling episode of the Pink and Black Playback. Tune in next week for another thrilling adventure. Same Brett time, same Brett channel. Adios. Adios. <laughs>